What's going on, everybody? This is Justin coming to you live from drumroll, please. San Diego, California. Big shocker, but it is an important weekend. It is the weekend of one Daniel and Serpies, who's not on the podcast tonight, bachelor party, which all of us will be partaking. All of us will be violently hungover Sunday morning. But that's neither here nor there. We're not there for the hangover. We're there for the good times, the beach, everything in between, the golf. Really looking forward to this weekend. It'll be great to see all the boys back together. Um, I'm joined, as always, by co-host Jacob Gilman. Jacob, how are we doing today? Paige, I, I just keep counting down the days for uh, for Dan's bachelor party. Excited to see all the boys again in person. Um, also, quick shout out to, to Izzy. It's her birthday tomorrow. Uh, so happy 29th and yeah just you know excited to talk some zags with you know we only have 50 percent of the crew but i think it's a strong 50 percent. so you know let, let's let's keep it going yep absolutely dynamite lean mean crew tonight uh jake has a special surprise for everyone when i won't ruin the surprise but um when he touches down in san diego um I'm not as fortunate as you two were, and I'll introduce you here in a second, Zami, but really excited to see everyone. I haven't seen all your lovely faces in person in quite some time, so uh, I wasn't luckily, or not luckily, but unfortunately, I wasn't lucky enough to go to Penny's uh, wedding. I was, I had a big family work thing that weekend, so stoked to see everyone. It's going to be a great time, and we've got a one-third intern crew tonight. Zamblin's on the line here. Zambi, how are we doing? Well... Similar to Jake, I've been counting down the days. I it was really hard to work for the past 36 hours, but now I'm on vacation mode. I have out of office and I need to figure out how one of my clients who fest gifts is going to get to them because I will be in San Diego. But other than that, I'm glad we finally wrangled the horses a little bit. Uh, little ragtag crew here and should be a good, quick, fun little little guy. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is probably the first time that the hosts have outnumbered the interns in quite some time. Um, interns still grinding for that first paycheck, so I respect it. Um, <laughs> as soon as we make it public, they'll they'll get there. <laughs> yeah, as soon as we, we're publicly traded podcast. But um, great to see you two tonight. Um, Hoop Fest weekend. Yeah, we'll, we'll use this as a nice little segue into a quick zag combo, but Hoop Fest weekend is this weekend, and, I, and I'll be honest, boys, I'm a little bummed I'm not there. Not super bummed because, you know, being with all the boys in San Diego is definitely, you know, a lot more fun. But Hoop Fest, it's just got a special place in all of our hearts. Uh, let's go real quick around the horn. What are your two favorite memories from or memory from Hoop Fest? Well, I only played in it one year, so. I don't know. I just, I just, I just love all of it. You know, it's just basketball and then drinking with the boys. Like what, what more is there to, to love? And the the only downside is just my knee was probably like a grapefruit, I think by our third, third game. I think that was maybe like a year and a half removed from surgery. And I definitely did a bad job PTing. So I think I, I literally didn't even play at all. I was already the the sixth man, quote unquote, for our hoop fest team um, in games one and two. But game three, I think I was like, okay, I'm ready to keep score because I'm I'm limping out there. <laughs> That's brutal, Jake. Uh, I'm gonna do one on the court and one off the court. Off the court, 
I think it was the summer going into uh, me and Jake's freshman year or sophomore year of college when basically everyone converged in the Logan and just turned the whole alley into a an alley party. They had to get like the helicopter out and that was just a crazy night. Um, but on the court, probably had to have been junior year, I'd say, of uh, high school. If any of you guys have played NBA Street, my opinion, volume two is the best, but um, there's a movie you can do that's off to Heezy. And I was like, how much for me to do this during a game? I think I got like 25 bucks. <laughs> and so, top of the key, just bounced off this guy's face <laughs> and going for the layup. And the cherry on top was I missed the layup. Oh, no. They so just chucked <laughs> the ball at this guy's face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, high school Zambia was a bully. Bullpup bully, I'm calling it right now. Yeah, the guy tried to fight me, and the court marshal's like, if you do anything like that again, I'm suspending you. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Well, those are both great memories. I think my favorite, I mean, Hoofus is always just a great time in general, but my favorite, at least re- it's probably recency bias, but uh, last year, just game one, the boys coming out hot. Dan almost getting into a fight and uh, Zambi <laughs> chirping like no other. It was incredible. Great vibes. Uh, and then the boys got to have a little fun that night. So that was, that was a lot of fun, but Spokane or not Spokane who fest being in Spokane. Uh, there is a couple little zag tidbits we'll, we'll cover real quick. Uh, I think first and foremost, before hopping into the draft side of things, um, great to see Mr. Ryan Nemhard on campus and Caden Perry looking a little athletic boys. What do we think? Um, I mean, I think Zambi, you're the one who sent us the, the, the Zach tweet where it, it, what it has Caden Perry, like he's dunking, but it's like his, his elbow's not quite in the rim, but he is up there. It's not like a little easy land. He's, he's clearly got his bounce back. Um, and I'm excited. I think we need that. We need some more defensive big bodies, like a Jeremy Jones off the bench, if you will, where, you know, Maybe he's not playing a lot of minutes, but if we're getting bodied by like a Florida State or, you know, a Kentucky or any of these like schools that have historically had like large, powerful teams, it's always good to have that that outlet where you can, you know, pull out Ben Gregg and throw in a Caden Perry. Yeah, definitely. Um, seeing Caden Perry back, um, it's been a long road, but great to see him. Um yeah, I sure hope his bounces back. And then, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the Instagram with Nemhard um, <clears throat> that was posted today. He just looks like a natural zag. We're in that uni. I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's roll. Um, yeah. yeah, no, good vibes. And they're getting to work early. Yep. Yeah, you love to see it. The boys, the, the team will all be in town for Hoopfest. It seems like I'm not sure how many of them will actually be in town, but they're starting to show – you know the summer workouts and stuff like that, which is always fun. Uh, so us Zag fans can scratch our college basketball um, itch a little bit. But yeah, I think it's it's really cool to see Caden back on the court. I think coming in, he was pretty highly touted. You know, obviously not as big as Chet uh, or Hunter, but I mean he was playing on the same teams as Nolan Hickman and um, and Paolo Bancaro. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that that guy, but um you know he he seemed like a zag from the start he committed very early on so through all the struggles and and everything he's gone through in regards to his just actual physical health 
great to see him on the court. Just just warms your heart. And if he can yeah. contribute this year, that'd be really cool. I remember Ben Carroll was, I think he, he did some interview where he's like, yeah, Caden Perry's just that guy who's like rolls up with like while eating snacks and is like <laughs> not even fully dressed, but then just like stretches a bit. Is just the most a- most athletic guy on the court? Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, coming from the number one pick, that's pretty pretty high praise. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was getting like rough. Don't get me wrong; it's a rough comparison, but like he had similar bounce to like Clark size and bounce to Clark. So obviously, that's a very very high ceiling, and who knows if he'll ever get to that at this point. But like, hey, I'll take athleticism and size any day of the week. You know, I think the Zags could definitely use that, and it's always 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 great to see a Nemhard in those Zag colors. Just a touch touch on your comment there Zambi but uh last bit of news real quick uh looks like our zag priority recruit oh what's up Zambi uh have you guys seen anything about EK because I haven't seen anything um I saw the tweet today that he participated it was like one of his first times in like a full five on five so apparently I thought he was further along but even Hmm. even if he's not like it looks like he's fully healthy now if he's doing five on five runs Hell yeah. Love it. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's up there. Hopefully he's up there getting that work in. Um, but last bit of news, uh, Zoom Diallo is taking a uh, official visit to USC today when we're recording this and tomorrow when we'll be posting this. But uh, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on this. I think he's still, you know, at least for now, a zag lock. I mean, who knows what kind of money USC could pull out, but um. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's good for him to view his options. You know, I wouldn't want him to commit and have regrets, you know, and like maybe decommit. You know, you want you want your guy to be sure. And I think that's uh, it's, it's you know, in terms of the best decision for him, I think those, those these athletes should take as much time as they need to, to make this decision. It, it's smart for the program, too, to make sure the athlete actually really wants to go now in this day and age where you can transfer like that, you know, for. And mm-hmm. not even have to sit out, you know, between years. So you don't want to like put all your effort into, I don't want to say tricking a player into going to your university, but buttering them up, like trying to force a fit that's not there. And then just have them transfer, you know, sophomore year. So I, I totally agree with you, Paige, where you want it, you want him to want to go to Gonzaga. You don't mm-hmm. want us to like pull a fast one over him and and like steal him away, which I don't think we are. I think we're still the premier program in the West. So I, and the, who's our new Florida state assistant coach? RJ. RJ. Yeah. RJ. I think he's close with them too. So, you know, I, I, I feel good. I feel optimistic that that zoom will, will come our way. Yeah. It's not really a raise the alarm visit in my opinion. Like you said, Paige, it's good for them to go out see what their fit is, do their due diligence. And um, yeah, I mean, Shit, if I was uh, if I was in his shoes, I'd go check out USC. Like, might as well. <laughs> yeah, hot hot chicks. So I've heard, and then <laughs> just SoCal, you know, private university. Hey, hey, there's no single boys on this pod. With yeah, that, so you can't see the, lines like that. The wife's boys pod. Um, yeah. If yeah. I was in his shoes, his shoes. <laughs> it's actually soon just going to become a Dear Abby uh, podcast. <laughs> We're not even going to do sports anymore. <laughs> oh, speaking of- <laughs> oh speaking of the devil megatron's right here in the background okay she's hey. waving i'm all blur <laughs> she's blurred out now but there, there's out. either a ghost or megan behind you <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not a ghost but uh all right fellas well 
Yep, that's all we've got for the current and future Zags. But let's go to the now weirdly past Zags. Um, draft night is going to be, as you guys are listening to this, tonight, uh, June 22nd, I believe. Um, is it the 22nd? Yeah, yeah. Izzy's birthday. Izzy's birthday tomorrow. Um, And we've got a couple Zags that are in the draft, obviously, and uh, we want to figure out what the best fit for them is. So we'll start off start off with who's likely to be our highest draft pick this year. Julian Strother, wing from Las Vegas, Nevada, Uh, three year guy, young for his young for his class, for sure. Uh, Definitely has that NBA skill set that teams are looking for. Uh, Guys, where do we want him to land and why? Oh, I mean, there's a there's a lot of good spots for Strother is the good part because he is uh he'll probably play the three mm-hmm. in in you know the NBA just because of his, his size. He's not quite bulky enough to to play a true four, but it's a shooting that you know he can definitely come into the league as a as a role player right away if he goes to the right situation. So I would say right off the bat, I would love to see him go to the Pacers. Um, that's just because you'd get a team up with Nemhard. It's a young team. You're still kind of trying to put together the pieces. That usually means they allow younger bench players to, you know, put in more minutes. Um, and I think Strother with his repertoire, he already has established with Nemhard would, would work really well with, with that situation. Well, Jake, that's what I was going to say is the Pacers <laughs> for most of the same reasons. Um, I think another team that would be kind of cool because um, I was thinking about this and I saw a tweet that apparently Suggs is on the trade block. Is that correct? That is uh, he's not. It, it sounds like they're going to either trade Suggs or um, is it Cole Anthony? Is that the other guard? I almost said Carmelo. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'd be as they have, there's a plethora of guards in, in Orlando right now. They're all young. You can't extend both of them, so it wouldn't surprise me if Suggs leaves. Yeah, I mean, it would be pretty sick to see him and Suggs play together. Um, I'm just worried that him and Franz Wagner kind of play the same position, very very similar roles, and no offense to Strother, but Wagner's been playing lights out. I don't I don't know how many minutes you would give to Strother with, with a young Wagner like still needing to get his reps and develop. Nah, he could get hurt. I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to stay with magic. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I know. I, I think those are some good fits, boys. Um, I think anywhere that's got like a really cool culture, I think uh, for Strother, maybe get in the mix with like, you know, wouldn't it be kind of fun to see him if he like slipped in the second round to go to like OKC where they've got a lot of young guys and can, he can be part of that culture um or even something like the Bucks, somewhere where he can like develop and like teams that have a strong emphasis on player development i think would be really cool um but let's move what's up oh i was saying i think the bucks would also be a great fit just because they're probably because right now with how the have you guys heard about like all the new like salary restrictions they're doing in the nba kind Um, of what it's basically they're restructuring it so it's much harder to go over the luxury tax and you have penalties. So basically what that means is every team has to get cheaper and salary. And mm. because you can't just like dock somebody's pay 
for existing contracts, you're going to have to play young guys on like good teams. So you have to find like those like kind of guys who are a deal, you know? And I, I think the Bucks that would be a good situation for Strother. Honestly, the Nuggets, uh, shout out Will Lynn, that might be a nice landing spot like in the second round because they probably a lot of their role players are probably going to be thrown bags this off season, you know, just because, you know, you want a championship, you were looking great and you know, the nuggets can't afford to pay you. So maybe Strother could step into that role. Yeah, absolutely. That would be, that would be pretty sweet. Just get drafted by the reigning champs. Wouldn't well, hate that. Didn't they just get the 30th pick in a trade like earlier today? The nuggets. Oh, wait, no. or is it? I think you're thinking the Clippers, but that oh no, the Wizards, but that trade yeah. actually fell through because originally the the Wizards were gonna send Porzingis to the Celtics. The Celtics were trading Brogdon to the Clippers, and the Clippers were sending a whole bunch of stuff to the Wizards. Yeah, but apparently yeah. the Clippers didn't like how unhealthy Malcolm Brogdon was, so it fell apart. Mm. I should have known. I, I'm literally watching Sports Center. <laughs> no worries. I've had a very slow wor- week of work, and all I've been doing this week is just looking at NBA draft rumors. And Jake's uh... <laughs> are dialed in. He's our Woj, if you will. Exactly. <laughs> but we've got a couple other guys. We're going to run through the famous Zag for Life, Drew Timmy. Guys, where do we want to end up? Or want him to end up, and why? Um, so I got a, I, I really don't, don't follow the NBA enough to give like a fully educated guess, but I, I did see that he worked out with the Lakers. I think him, Rui, and then obviously the greatest of all time, LeBron, that'd be pretty sweet. So I'm going Lakers. I think that would be a fun fit. Uh, I think he might even be able to find some like spot minutes just with how often AD is injured, you know, during the regular season where, they don't have a whole lot of center depth, honestly, where it's it's AD and then Mo Bamba, but Mo Bamba can't really score. Like, you know, he's not a, a facilitator. So I think the, the Lakers would be a fun fit. And then I always love to have two Zach. Have we ever had two Zach? Oh, I guess we've had Rui and Kispert on the same team before. Is that the only double Zag team we've had? I think so. Yeah. Oh, Tilly and Park. Oh, yeah. But Tilly was like barely playing. Yeah. Well, I guess that would kind of be Timmy's role. No offense, Timmy. But (laughs) uh, I did see this one idea where um, Timmy gets drafted by the Kings with the 54th pick. And then they just they just pull when anytime they sub out some bonus, you just put in Timmy and you just run the exact same like all offense, no defense, like you know, it's the very similar, like screening at the top, passing it to the cutting guards. Um, <laughs> that'd be electric. Their defense would probably be would drop to like the worst in the league, but mm-hmm. it, I would love watching it. I would watch every Kings game. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yeah, that'd be sick. Um, I like I like both those fits a lot. I like any team that plays to the post, like even the Nuggets. That would be kind of sick. Um. Yeah, I think those are both really good fits for Timmy, honestly. And he, I'd just love for him to get a, sh- a shot to have, like, a night in the NBA, you know? Like, you remember that one? Like, I feel like a lot of the Zags who are now washed out of the NBA, I guess washed might be a hard term because it's a very tough league to play. Playing abroad. 
Yeah, playing abroad. But I feel like a lot of them have had like a night in the NBA where they just go off. Like I remember Jonathan Williams and Norvell actually had one for the Lakers or maybe even a couple. Uh, some of the other guys that are now no longer in the league. Tilly had, I think, one for the Grizzlies. Yeah, where they like Tilly probably hit a few threes, hit a couple buckets, you know. I just want him to have one of those, you know. That'd be that would be great for for the program, great for him. Um, so yeah, I think you know, either of those teams he can get hopefully he can get some time. It might be tough with like the Nuggets, but like the Lakers for sure, even if he gets drafted by a team that's not that good, you know, like what if he gets drafted by the Wizards? Screw oh. it. Kispert, he'll get playing time. He'll get some PT. Come on. He'll get him some and Kispert, like, Him and Kispert, baby. Run it or back. If he, if he went to the Thunder, he'd be like one of the oldest players on the Thunder. <laughs> but then he'd be back with Chet. That'd be funny. Yeah. It'd be all, he's a walking bucket at the end of the day. He can definitely score in this league. It's just going to be a matter of can he play defense? Can so. he defend? Which, me. <laughs> me. <laughs> Soft, maybe. But wish him all the best, of course. And then last one, I don't know what you guys think about this one, but Malachi. What do we think about Malachi? Well, fun fact for the group, Malachi has had the most uh, most workouts with, with more teams than any than either Strother or Timmy. Malachi's worked out with, this is, shout out Arden, this is his tweet, uh, with the Clippers, the Raptors, the Blazers, the Bucks, the Pacers, the Hawks, and the Wizards. Wow. And I think going off your logic, I want him to go to the Wizards because if there's a chance, if you're like a guy who's probably not going to like no mock draft I've seen has Malachi drafted in, in the, you know, the two rounds. Yeah. And if your guy wants to break into the league, a, a shitty team like the Wizards is a pretty good situation to do that. I'd agree. The one thing that kind of scared me about the Wizards is how much of a dumpster fire that organization is. <laughs> like, I don't well, know if they, I they they turned over ownership now, and like they they bit the poison apple of that Bradley Beal no trade clause, which was one of the worst contracts ever. <laughs> so they got rid of Beal. They didn't get much back, but yeah, now I'm mean, at least it's not the same people. But I totally get what you mean. They have no success in the Wizards. Yeah. Um I don't know. I feel like getting him up to like uh shit, who's the point guard for the Pistons? Uh, uh Yeah, let's put those two together, see what happens. I don't know. It might be hard because they also have Jaden Ivy too. Um I think that's who I was actually thinking of. No. Actually, is Kate Cunningham a point guard? I might be wrong on that. I don't know. <laughs> Jake, yeah, he, he's their point guard. He'd also like not basketball wise at all, but he would look cool in a Raptors jersey. I think. I think he'd pull off the the like red and black very well. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's that's great. I mean, I don't really have anything else to add to Malachi. I think those are all great. Fit. I think if he just gets a shot on a two way, he's a, the the type of guy to work for it and uh, at the shine. And but, type of guy who will just help your team's chemistry. What about Jake? We didn't include Rogier. Was Rogier going to get a two way? I didn't even include him. I I have <laughs> not even. I don't think he's even worked out with any NBA teams. So yeah. Um, well, that's all right. I mean, maybe shot in the dark, he'll get a two way or something. You Hawks. Know. They don't care Hawks. about defense. Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> Rogier to the Hawks. You heard it here first from Jake Woj. 
But all right, fellas, uh, I think that's all we've got for the draft night. Excited to see uh, when Minyama go first. And uh, I think as a podcast, we should lay down a, a nice, like everyone contributes however much money on a rookie of the year bet on Chet because oh, he's 100%. That's like seven to one payoff. Yeah, we for sure should. And I think when Minyama hasn't been in the NBA, you know, like Chet's just been working on his body the entire time. I think Scoot is probably the more realistic option out of all of them, honestly. Surprisingly, but, Scoot and Chet have about the same odds. That's very interesting. Well, I think, I mean, I think Chet has a great shot. You know, if he stays healthy, he's obviously gonna have a ton of minutes. Ton of minutes, like big roll right off the bat off of a good team. That might be the only thing is honestly, his team might be too good for them to like give him that kind of credit. But I guess, you know, if he plays well enough. No, I think it helps your like. Like, I think if as long as you're playing a lot of minutes, I think they lean towards the better team. That's true. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. And by all means. But do we know who won rookie of the year this year? It was Paolo. 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 Even though I think Jalen Williams on the Thunder, um, vastly underrated. Not not Arkansas Jalen Williams, uh, Santa Clara Jalen Williams. <laughs> Yeah, he was so shout out Keegan Murray on the Kings. That guy was like shot like 45% from the three as like a starter, you know, for yeah. a, for a top team in the West. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Well, fellas, all right. I'm gonna hand the mic off to Jake to take us through the hypothetical trade segment to help our Zags. All right. Thank you, Paige. So currently in the league, this is before Thursday, we have seven active Zags. Uh, in the league, we got Suggs, Olenek, Sabonis, Collins, Hachimura, Kispert, and Chet Holmgren. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to go down the list and we're going to say either A, who we'd like to see him traded to, or B, who we'd like to see traded to their team to maximize their potential, we'll say. Um, and like Zambi alluded to, Suggs is already part of some trade rumors, so we'll start with him. So Suggs currently on the Magic. Boys, what landing spot would we like to see Suggs go to, or what pieces would we like to see go to the Magic to help Suggs? Uh, what if he goes to uh, the Blazers? I I like the Blazers. My only thing is until they figure out their guard situation, because what they have Lillard, they have Shaden Sharp, Anthony Simons, they have the three pick, which right now is Scoot Henderson. Uh, like I'm just worried it's a it's a backlog. Hmm. I'm gonna struggle in this segment. <laughs> I'm telling you now. That's okay. That's okay. We're here to pitch. We're here to pitch. Hmm. The best Shark Tanks are the ones that fail. I say send Suggs to Miami. No, San Antonio. Oh, I love this. I haven't, I didn't think about San Antonio, but that would be a great fit. It'd be like first guard off the bench, just a defensive menace. I love it. And isn't there rumors that they want to trade DeJounte Murray? Is that, oh, wait. He's, He's already traded. No, wait. Who's the, who's the other like young guard they have who's like pretty good, but they, I feel like they just keep Keldon Johnson. Yeah. 
I don't know. I do love that fit though. He, I mean, Suggs is already used to playing with these like unicorn type players. He played all high school with Chet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great pick. I don't know if I can beat the the Spurs one. I was thinking maybe, I mean, obviously Bucks would be great because then he can basically be your Drew Holiday or yeah, Drew Holiday off the bench. There's a defensive, like tenacious point guard. Um you know, who, who can still shoot decently. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know, honestly, the, um, the Suns might be pretty interesting if they're just looking for uh kind of cheap players to fill in their rotation and they have no defense right now. So they don't need a guard who scores. They just need a guard who can defend. And I think having a young, you know, what, third-year guy in Suggs who's willing to do all the dirty work while Devin Booker and KD and Bradley Beal just shoot a thousand shots, I think they'd be all for that. Absolutely. All right. Okay, so what? We have what, Spurs, um, Suns, Blazers. We'll put it on the Twitter verse, see, see what <laughs> people like. Oh, boy. Alrighty, I'll I'll lead off the next one. Helio, big the big maple, the uh, Olenek Clinic man himself on the Jazz, which I feel like is still a pretty good fit for him. Obviously, he's not going to get as much playing time because Kessler's obviously very good and Laurie's obviously very good. But where where do we see Kelly's next stop? <laughs> um. Well, I had an idea before this. All this Porzingis rumors are going on, which I think the now, Wizards. No, I was hoping he'd go <laughs> back to the Celtics. Oh, because he had that time. What he won that like big playoff series for them against the Wizards, like back in like yeah, a long time ago. I want to say like twenty four. It was back when John Wall was like jumping. Yeah. Um, oh damn. But he he be like he's like the perfect like backup center in the league. Right, mm-hmm. he's like the uh, three he's pros, pro. Yeah, he's pros, pros pro. Yeah, pros pro. He's been there. The <laughs> Celtics fans already love him because of that one playoff. But now that it looks like Porzingis will end up there, um, I'm going to say to the the Nuggets again. I would love to see him on the Nuggets. I think he'd work <laughs> well. Um, I mean, everyone works well with Jokic, but I think just their philosophy of pass first, you know, spacing the floor. I think Olenek would slot in well. Mm-hmm. Ramblin? Hmm. Let's go at the Grizzlies. Oh, um, add a little maturity to the locker room. I like that move. I Andy. love that. <laughs> Jot, quit doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's gonna listen to Kelly Olynyk. <laughs> hey, remember when Kelly Olynyk almost broke LeBron's arm? He can he can do that to anybody, man. <laughs> Oh man. All right. Kelly O, where do I want to see the big maple go next? I would hey, bring him home. Toronto Raptors. I don't know what their status is. I'm just a big fan of I almost said for Suggs the Timberwolves. So my next moves Ooh. are always just gonna be bring him home. Bring him on just <laughs> reset, reset button. <laughs> just give me the little cue the little videos for each one of these guys. I'm coming home. That one. <laughs> Collins is going to the expansion Vegas team. Yeah. 
That could be interesting, though. Maybe if it's like a Siakam trade to the Jazz. The Jazz, the amount of picks the Utah Jazz have is insane. They have three first-round picks this year. Wow. So they can – Danny Ainge is just like a little goblin out there, just hoarding picks. (laughs) All right. That leads us to our current king who plays for the Kings, um, our all-star, our all-NBA, DeMontis Sabonis. I don't know about you guys. I don't think he should leave the Kings. Uh, so who would we like to see come to the Kings to help him out? Oh, unless you, uh, I mean, I don't want to step on toes. If you want to send them away, send them away. <laughs> but you got it for an all-star like this. You got to explain to me how that works. That's fair. That's fair. I think uh, who would be a good fit in. Whoa, crazy idea. Follow me here, boys. Massive blockbuster. Zion to Sacramento. Ooh. Harem with Sabonis. A whole lot of big bodies. Dude, a whole I... lot of front court power. You're talking about Mariah Mills? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she likes Sacramento. Uh, <laughs> I I love that. I don't know how they would get him without trading like De'Aaron Fox, which I don't think they should. Yeah, um, the fits wouldn't be quite the same. But it would be awesome. To, I mean, you'd have to give up Harrison Barnes, probably Kyle Herter. And yeah, get rid of Herter. Hey, Herter's a good player. What, Red Velvet? Is that what they Yeah, mean? I think he's a great player, but Zion and Sabonis just down and down your throw every night. That would well, be that's part of it. What, like, Sabonis lacks is not toughness. He's very tough, but, like, that kind of bounce for yeah. defensively. And mm-hmm. Zion when he's on the floor is definitely has that no one can, can you imagine a zion sabonis pick and roll oh, oh with De'Aaron fox uh, with so you'd have speed power and then just like i don't know what do you call it, sabonis grit like yeah he's a lot of grit he gets a lot of those second chance points he's like an oyster that still has like some rocks in it uh, i don't personally not like a great basketball fit but i would just love to see that like in a in a 2k game or something like that man i would love that i or even a pickup game zambi what, what what do you think who who would you like to see come to the kings help out a bit yeah so i'm kind of on the same page as uh page in regards to a big man what if they get uh ayton ayton Ooh, i because he has a huge contract. He's been in trade rumors. Maybe that was your trade rumor. <laughs> no, it wasn't mine. They they definitely it sounds like the Suns are unhappy with them. I'm only hesitant on the eight and one because Sabonis played so many years with Miles Turner, who I feel like is a similar Aiden. And it feels like the two big lineup just doesn't work too well. Where like Zion is more of like a forward. Yeah. <laughs> I think I said this to you guys, uh, but I think Paul George to the Kings would be nice. Oh, yeah. Where it sounds like the Clippers are sick of him and Kawhi because, you know, combine them mm-hmm. together and they play f- four games or whatever. Uh, so they're probably looking to surround Kawhi, who's, who's the better talent with, with more depth and health. So I think if you send Paul George to the Kings, send like Harrison Barnes, Kyle Herter, the 23rd pick and maybe another first round pick down the road 
maybe throw in a second or two. I think you could get Paul George if he agrees. And then suddenly you have a, a lineup of De'Aaron Fox, Paul George, DeMontis Sabonis, which would, it, it's like three of the most like underrated players in the league playing for like an underrated up and coming Kings team. And I, I would kind of love to see it. I like it. Okay, that brings us to uh, Zach Collins. He's been up and down, had kind of a good run going in in uh, Portland before health issues. Bounce around. Back on the Spurs, or not back. He's on the Spurs now. As soon as Polo was traded, he was putting up great numbers. But there's a little rub where I think the Spurs might be drafting Wimbenyama, who plays the same position. Uh, where would we like to see Collins go to... Um, or or do we want him playing with Wimby as kind of like a backup, like paired center role? Uh, I kind of want to see him in Miami because like he's kind of a spitfire. You combine him with the Jack Harlow, Tyler Hero. <laughs> that might and... be the most hateable pair of the NBA if you pair oh, him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's why we put him together. Then you have Jimmy Butler and all his drama. I think it'd be great. I think that that would be a fun fit because they really didn't have a lot of center depth behind Bam, it felt like. I I guess like 58-year-old Udonis Haslam or whatever. I think he's retiring, isn't he? Probably. I don't know. I would just still hang around. You just get paid <laughs> for, for watching the heat, right? Hey. That's funny. I call me crazy. I don't hate this the fit on the Spurs as as first big off the bench. I think they're gonna start building something real special down there because they've got Wemby. And if he can kind of just be the enforcer to Wemby's, you know, potential stardom, um, I think that's a great piece to have for them and and a good fit for Zach. I think, you know, is it unrealistic to see him come in and be, you know, a full-time starting five? you know, on a playoff team, I don't know. You know, I don't think he's gotten a fair shake of it yet, but, you know, there's nothing wrong with getting 15, 20, 25 potentially minutes on a a good team backing up what could be one of the better, if not the best uh, big men, you know, in the next three to five years um, and kind of be that fiery enforcer, you know, grow into maybe a bit of like a leadership type position i don't know that's I, I think it's a solid fit out there for him i think he's done well with the spurs as well i don't know what do you think jacob i mean i think that's a a, a good take because clearly like pop started to trust him more when once they traded portal who's a very good center mm-hmm. um and you know i think that allowed uh i almost said Sabonis allowed collins to kind of show pop what he what he can bring because when he's healthy he's great offensively he mm-hmm. still can block really well and then if you're able to play a lineup of Wimbenyama and Collins with, you know, Wimby's three-point shooting ability, um, I mean, that's that's a long, pretty dangerous team there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I yeah, so. I, I mean, I definitely don't don't disagree with the with the take. Uh, I, I, I think, like, I, I don't think if, if Collins stays, like, for the Spurs, which probably is what will happen, I, I don't think, like, his role will disappear, luckily. 
Um, okay. I think what, what I would like to see, I think Zach Collins to the Warriors would be great. Just as like that backup enforcement center they need, especially if Draymond's, you know, old and kind of, you know, he might be traded. You have Kevon Looney's who's a very good center, but, uh, you know, he doesn't really score much. I think having Zach Collins off the bench would really help, you know, if you're trying to do kind of a last push for a championship. Uh, I think you could do Zach Collins, and then if you if you trade Kaminga to the Spurs, I think you do Zach Collins and, like, maybe a first-round pick, like a late first-round pick, because the Spurs have a ton. For Jonathan Kaminga, I think it would help both parties, because – Kaminga would be able to play immediately on the on the Spurs, which, like you said, Paige, young team, you know, it'd be just so exciting to watch him paired up with Wimbenyama. Like that would be that would be some athletic bodies. And then I think Zach Collins would be able to help the Warriors with their win now mentality. And then they'd still be able to like get a pick for Kaminga would be would be my pitch. And I would like to point out, Izzy is not pointing a gun at my head. That's just what I think. <laughs> well, thanks for pointing that out, Jacob. All right. Going down to L.A., where we have none other than our three-point percentage leader in the NBA playoffs, Rui Hachimura, on the Lakers. Um, I think he did enough to get, like, a $100 million contract in the playoffs. Uh, you'll... He's a free agent this year, so I think Lakers have like the option to to sign him first, like to like the max. Uh, but it, you know, it's still a possibility that another team swoops in and matches or or overpays him. Uh, boys, you want to see Rui stay on the Lakers or go to another team? Um. I'm fine with them staying on the Lakers. Um, one thing that could be kind of interesting is what if he goes to the Warriors? I would love that. Pair that <laughs> with the Zach Collins trade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Oh, my There'd God. be two new jerseys in Jake's collection. <laughs> <laughs> Izzy would probably get the Rui one and make me get the Collins one, but I'd be fine. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think I think if Kaminga got traded, that would work well. Um, just because I think they play similar positions. They also have that PBJ guy. It's like Patrick Baldwin Jr., who's also like kind of a big four. Um, but I would I would love Rui on the the Warriors. They also have like you know a lot of um, like uh, Asian Pacific Islander presence in the in in the bay so i think the the crowd would love him and oh, yeah in san francisco i think he'd like san francisco so i i i think that would be awesome mm -hmm. yeah i think i i like the fit with the lakers honestly i think he thrived i think he was with someone and i'm not saying they're like best friends or anything like that but like having someone like lebron around him someone who's had the weight of a nation you know paying attention to his every single move I don't know if that was actually a factor, but I feel like it can't hurt, you know, having someone because like people forget this is like Japan's great hope, you know, 
and it's a big com a very big country and uh i think having you know lebron take the spotlight a little bit almost helps him out not that he like was a, a massive superstar here or anything like that but i think a lot of that pressure really did affect his play and, and his development so i think if it's not broke don't fix it you know he clearly shined in the playoffs and who knows what could happen next year if they're able to make another run like that um I, we do know that the cowboy kobe is a free agent right reeves is a free agent oh my god the cowboy <laughs> I, I do not get, like, there's now debates. It's like, who would you want, Poole or Austin Reeves? Like, <laughs> like Jordan Poole. Like, what are you talking about? Dude, Reeves is kind of a bucket. <sighs> I don't know. Kind of I, a bucket. Hey, I mean, you know, beat him, Drew Timmy, against Atlanta, mm -hmm. Oklahoma, Reeves-led team. That's true. Well, the thing is, Jake, is, and I know Poole is a, is a champion, but this most recent, this is a, a league of recency bias, and Reeves was starting for the Lakers when they beat the Warriors, which Poole was even starting for the Warriors. I don't even know if he was starting. Maybe part-time? Oh, no. Poole, Poole, I bet, gets traded. at. I don't know. Like, they do not seem to be happy with him right now after his extension. And he kind of yeah. stank it up in the playoffs. Yeah. So, I don't know, dude. Austin Reeves, you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. There's no ego getting in the way. Not that there's a lot with with – pool i mean hey um but you know i don't know you're getting a lot with anyways this has gone off the rails but i like Rui with the lakers <laughs> yeah i think i agree with you Paige. but just because i want to give a different answer and this is just a gonzaga's gonzaga podcast i would love to see him go to the kings i don't know how it would work how the trade would work but Rui with Sabonis, because you could have Rui as your starting four and then you could probably move off the Harrison Barnes contract, which is an expensive contract, replace him with a younger Rui who might even. I mean, I think what I was most surprised with this year from Rui was his defense. Like he really stepped it up and showed he could like he would he was guarding. Um, oh, who was it? Was it? Oh, it was somebody on the Warriors, I think, pretty well. Oh, no, he also guarded Jokic like. I would say as well as anyone did in the playoffs. No one shut him down. Like, but they switched really on him a couple of times and he was he was able to hold his own. So I think it would be a net positive for the Kings. I don't know what they'd have to give up. Probably some picks. It, it's surprised because what really was traded in the spring for only it was like four second round picks or something. I bet now if you wanted to trade for him, it would cost you at least a first and then maybe filler. Uh Zambi. What what do you got? Uh, we have a wash bomb. Ooh, what's happening? So as of eight minutes ago, Celtics are finalizing a deal to acquire the Wizards' uh, Porzingis, opting into his thirty-six million dollar contract for next season, and he's getting his trade to the Celtics. Who are they sending? Because didn't the Brogdon part fall up or fall apart? Uh, well, let's see if he did a second tweet. Nope, he didn't. <laughs> Okay, we'll, we'll monitor. Um, oh, oh, whoa. Looks like Tyus Jones just got traded. Oh. I don't know if that's related. Celtics are trading Marcus Smart to the Grizzlies. What? Oh, shit. And then they must be getting Tyus Jones. Whoa. So much is happening. <laughs> Damn. That's, I kind of love that pick for both sides. Oh, actually, I don't, 
Dude. Hopefully Dylan Brooks is gone. A team with Marcus Smart and Dylan Brooks. <laughs> oh, um, no. Then Draymond there, and then you kind of get us got a an asshole medley. I, I will say I love the NBA for this like two week period of the just the trades and the craziness and the... it's almost more interesting than the regular season. Yeah, 100%. it's just like you're like, am I ever gonna watch you know the Hornets? No, but I want to <laughs> see how many second round picks there's. But they gave Terry Rozier eighty million dollars. <laughs> yep, scary Terry. Terry Terry eighty million. Oh. Random stuff like that. Is this the new big three? Is this the new big? Terry Rozier, Gallinaro, and uh, Kevin Love. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gnarly. This is definitely the most entertaining time for the NBA season, in my oh, opinion. Oh, yeah. And this Besides, is one of the most talented okay. drafts, I think. So there will probably be more trades going on. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, we went from one of the most prestigious franchises in the NBA, the Lakers. Let's go down to the gutters where the Wizards are. Uh, Mr. Corey Kispert saw on the Wizards, uh, had a very good, uh, what, was this his second year? Right, sophomore season. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing time went up, shooting percentage went up. Uh, I think all his metrics went up. Um, no Beal now. All I got back was like CP3 and a bag of peanuts. Or not, oh yeah, CP3. Um, so I I would like to see the Kispert off the Wizards. I don't think they'll trade them because they just want to play young players to develop them right now. But where would you guys like to see Kispert go if if the Wizards were looking to shop? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, any team in the league can use more shooting, right? And it seems like Kispert's definitely trending in the right direction. So I'd love to see him get on a, a contender of some sorts, maybe a young contender, maybe an OKC. Maybe just pack that that team with WCC talent. Oh yeah, give it to us, give it to us. But uh, Zimski too, or whatever his name is. Podzimski, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, OKC is kind of one of the more fun teams just to follow in general because I feel like they have so many good young players. Um. Maybe a contender like the Bucks would be cool. Um, wouldn't hate seeing them go. I know they're not a contender, but Portland. I think that'd be fun to get him back in the Pacific Northwest. I don't know. Remember the I'm coming home stuff, even though he's not from Portland. It counts. We don't have a team. So yeah. <laughs> the team, right? Would you say exactly. that as growing up in Washington, Zambi, that the Blazers are probably the most popular team in Washington without the Sonics? Uh, on the west side, maybe, but I feel like on the east side over here, like, like, it's like well, I feel like it's kind of just more like family affiliations with different teams. Gotcha. The Alaska way. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. I don't really have a good example. I feel like um to your point, Paige, like Corey to the heat. If they like Ooh. could somehow get there and then they could trade Tyler Hero and like Kispert, I mean, he's not as good as Tyler Hero, but for his contract, he is a much better value Tyler Hero, if that makes sense, you know, where you don't have to pay him 25 million a year or whatever. 
you can just keep him on like the eight million or or however much he's making. And I think he also has a bigger body too. I think he like defensively he brings more to the table, which is weird to say about Kispert, but um, I think he's definitely on the up and up in the NBA kind of circuits. Um, but I'll say I w- I would love to see him to go to the Bucks. I, it won't happen. But he could be like what Grayson Allen was for them. Just like a much, 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 much more likable Grayson Allen. Yeah. Better shooter, too. Yeah. And he doesn't kick people. (laughs) So this is kind of a random one. Would the Bulls make sense? Again, I would love to see him in those jerseys. That would be sick. Um, if they trade Zach Levine, I think that totally could make sense. I honestly don't know a whole lot about the Bulls. They're kind of just in like that. They're not bad enough to focus on, but they're not good. So it's like, like I mean, like what Paige says, everybody needs shooters. So I I think that Chicago would be a fun fit. Sure, why not? And they actually are like televised, which is cool because they're a big market. Yeah, that'd be fun. What about uh, what about the Suns? If the Suns can pull that off, I know they I, don't have any capital. Yeah, I don't, I don't because they wouldn't be able to trade for him. They have like nothing to trade. He demands a trade, Corey. Do it. They've like no. I'm fed uh, up with this franchise. Also, I I think they were probably looking for defensive guys, seeing how they no, they're gonna win by. 40 points every night. And 190 to 180. <laughs> no defense. Just our offense is better than your offense. Kispert would have a lot of open. That'd be funny because he'd be falling Bradley Beal too. He'd be like, Dude, he the- would have so many open threes. He'd be shooting like 50% just from open looks. Uh, That'd be crazy. I don't know what's going to happen with the Suns. I don't see it ending well. Do you guys think the Suns are going to do well? No. Oh, yeah. I think they'll do fine, but. I don't think it's going to end well by any means. No, I like they're just not going to be healthy, right? It's too or many ball dominant guys, and yeah, they're yeah. Beal and Durant aren't going to be healthy for half the season. Jock Landale should never be playing serious minutes for you in the <laughs> NBA Western Conference Finals or this playoffs, whatever. I couldn't agree more, Jacob. I couldn't agree more. All right, so what? So I went Bucks. Zambi went Bulls. Who's who's your final team for for the? Are you sticking with Heat? Who, Sambi or me? You, Sambi went Bulls. Oh, for Kispert? Yeah. Um, no. Give me. I want to stay on it. Give me the Celtics. I want to see Kispert in a Celtics jersey. That'd be nice. Yeah, I feel like he'd fit right in. Oh, I feel like Boston would love him. Yeah, for sure. I don't know why. All right, last but certainly not least, um, Mr. Chet Holmgren for the Thunder. He's not played a single NBA game thanks to a, what is a partial <laughs> tear in his foot, was it? Yes. As someone who just recently suffered a partial tear in his ankle, ankle I can empathize with Mr. Hey, Holmgren. And you got back within like five weeks, so, you know. True. I don't think Chet it's as serious with me in regards to where the injury was, how bad it was. and. And yeah, but I can empathize. I can, I was, I feel his pain. It's not easy. Kudos to you, Chet. Love it. 
Well, like I said, he was the second overall pick last year. Hasn't played a single minute. I don't. I think there's a zero percent chance that he gets traded. But is there anyone we'd like to see go to the Thunder to maybe help him? Mm. Well, that's the thing. I, like, I, I'll be honest with you guys. I do follow the Thunder relatively close because of Chet. And in regards to as much as my NBA fandom actually is, but they have so many assets, you know, it's like, A, do they want to bring someone in? But B, do they want to mess up? A, like they have, everyone's on cheap contracts besides Shea. And who would they bring in that wouldn't mess up the culture? You know? So I don't know. I don't know. That's a great, yeah. Besides uh, Shea, their most expensive contract is Dario Saric, who makes $17 million a year. And, and he's is he even on the team? He's an unrestricted free agent. So yeah. So he'll probably be gone. Yeah, no, they're not resigning him. Then besides Lou Dort, no one else makes over $10 million besides Chet, who makes $10 million exactly. He makes $10 million? A year. Yeah, it's that rookie deal, baby. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot of money for a rookie. <laughs> That is, and you're living in Oklahoma City. You can do whatever you oh, want. Oh, he's probably got an estate out there, dude. Yeah. A whole stable of horses. I don't even know what he's got out there. He's probably <laughs> got something out there. Um, uh, think of like distressed players. I don't even know. Like, I feel like you just want more guys. Like, the, I feel like a lot of their guys, besides Shea, who's who's definitely the dominant player, there are a lot of like, oh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, I forget. Someone I was listening to had a good word for these type of guys. They're kind of like not glue guys, but they all play like an unselfish style of basketball. So you would want someone like that who's not going to ball hog or anything like that. So that that takes it off any of the guards in the league that are, you know, just trying to get their shots up, basically. I, call me crazy. I wouldn't hate – I wouldn't hate like Pat Bev going to the Thunder just to kind of give him a dog off the bench, you know, veteran guy that's not going to take a lot of shots who's can you know rough up the best team the other team's best player or at least best winger guard i don't know but i don't i don't think they really need at least this season kind of see where everyone's at this season see what shakes out but someone of like a pat bev mold dude it's great i'm looking at the thunders draft picks coming up so they only have one first round pick this year in 2024 they have four first round picks Whose are they? They have Houston's, Utah's, their own, and the Clippers. So, like, Houston and Utah, probably at least one of those is going to be, a like, a lottery pick, at least. And then the Clippers aren't guaranteed to do great. Like, I feel like the Thunder might trade up in this draft. That wouldn't surprise me, to get, like, the guy they want. I don't know what position they would try to fill, though, like. Because, yeah. like you said, they have a lot of, like, Josh Giddy, dog. Chad Holmgren, dog. Mm-hmm. Shy, yeah. dog. Jalen Williams. Jalen Williams. <laughs> um, maybe, like, a like a enforcer center. You know what I mean? Yeah, that could that could go along. Maybe a Zach Collins. Mm-hmm. Zach Collins? Oh, boy. The, <laughs> the Chad-Zach Collins lineup throwing, throwing at teams. Uh I would love to see Suggs somehow end up. I think it would not surprise me. Like, say you're say you're the Thunder and the Magic are looking to trade, and you offer him one of your four 2024 first round picks for Suggs. Like I do, I mean, who 
who doesn't it help? Because I would say that's what they're also a little like. They don't have a lot of point guards after uh, shy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that could work. I don't. I don't see why they would say no. Maybe put on my Pat Bev. Oh, I, I like Pat Bev. I like that. Where it is weird how much he and Cat are focusing on their weird playoff run and uh, like <laughs> last year. And like by run, it's like if you ran down the block and forgot your keys at the house and came back. Yeah, because they didn't go deep. But um, I think he magic. would help like a young team. Um, maybe like a Danny Green. Yeah, that could uh, like work. this, you know, spot up shooter who's been in so many winning locker rooms. That'd be pretty cool. Zamy, mm-hmm. is there any guy you'd like to see um the Thunder go or go to the Thunder to to help out Chet? I do have one, and I guarantee none of the listeners know who I'm going to say. Oh, oh, not an active player. Oh, okay. Think old school. Turioff. Kyle Wilcher. Nope, nope. The Rain Man himself, Sean Kemp, goes to Oklahoma City. Sleeper Cell helps mentor Chet, gets him on that nice like workout, good diet, puts more meat on those bones, and he turns into the little Rain Man <laughs> and drenches us. <laughs> Brings rain to the desert of Oklahoma City. <laughs> exactly. I got one for you guys. What about a little Gary Payton Jr. action? Ooh, I love that too. When you give, uh, although I doubt the Warriors would trade him just because they, they like let him walk, then trade him back for him. Like it'd be weird to trade him again. But maybe for some picks, like some first rounders. Yeah, they could use some picks. The GM just stepped down, right? Was that the GM? Ooh, what about this actually? Colin Sexton from the who's on the Jazz now. You pair him with Shy. Is it Shay or Shy? I think it's, it's I've always said Shay. I'll just say SGA. Yeah, SGA. SGA. I don't know if they would play well off each other, but it'd be interesting. Or maybe you get uh what it, who's that other guy? Is Jordan Clarkson on the Jazz? feel like that guy's a dog too like yeah. and, and that veteran presence like you're talking about and i think he's a little bit better than pat bev no offense to pat bev hey don't hate on pat bev it's <laughs> one of our best listeners there's a knock on my door what who who's that <laughs> all right well i think that wraps up our our zags in the nba segment a lot of good ideas here if only the gms of the league would listen to us maybe they could win some championships <laughs> looking at you wizards um but i'll pass it off to mr chris zamlin to talk about the dan bachelor party scramble hey what is up listeners this feels like zambi's corner almost good times anyways as you probably know by now we are all going down to beautiful san diego Paige's motherland and gonna have some time celebrating intern dan and with that, we're going to be playing Riverwalk on Friday at 10 a.m. And similar to most Bachelor scrambles, we were left hanging with no clear answer, even after a deadline was established by the committee. I'm looking at 
Uzane, and possibly Penny. However, um, we have three teams of four, and we'll start off with the best team, obviously, and that is going to be myself, Zambi, Jake Gilman, Senor Jorge, a.k.a. Kevin Ortiz, as well as AWL Mitch Penny. I'm sorry we cannot get this out before you were in the air to fly down, but we'll do our best to get it up when we can. And with that, we have two other teams spearheaded by Cooper, intern Cooper, excuse me. And who's the other one? Dan's team. Uh, and yeah, intern Dan. Uh, Paige, you were on one of those teams. Remind me of who you got? Yep, I'm with uh, Coop, Zane, and Sass. Nice. And is it correct that we heard that you guys are team whiteout? We are team whiteout. We're team good vibes, positive vibes only, and also team Stoke. Team Stoke. We'll be having cigars on the course. Oh, God. There were definitely (laughs) cigars. Getting a lot of water. (laughs) A lot of water. And so that does bring us to our third and final team. We have not heard much on the forefront from any of them. Uh, starting off, Team Captain Dan. He's trying to hone his skills right now with the Twilight Round. Who knows if that's going to work? Probably not. And joined by Cousin Vinny, Kyle George, and Patrick, who is only putting, apparently. He's a specialist. <laughs> He's a sniper. So like pinch hitter in baseball and i would like to say team two with me and jake we are going or should we keep it a secret oh um i don't know i don't know what whatever you're feeling i, I mean be, people can know people can know what we're oh we'll keep it a secret we'll we'll, we'll let everyone see oh <laughs> there we go very um, coordinated uh, is all i'll say oh hell yeah <laughs> all right boys i have a few questions lined up for you here um We'll start off with an easy one. Who do you think has the most impressive shot off the tee? Probably Mitch Penny. I, I mean, <laughs> I I don't know Vinny or Patrick, uh, so I don't maybe they. I mean, Patrick is only putting, so no offense to Patrick. I assume his tee shot isn't the best. No idea how good Vinny is, uh, but well, it would probably be between Penny and Kyle George, right, uh, Paige? Yeah, I mean, I've never played with Kyle, but I've heard he's he's very good. So I would assume one of those two. He's got that air of a golfer, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No. He's gonna have a clean golf fit, you know. He's gonna oh yeah, fit going oh, definitely. That Nike <laughs> golf fit is gonna have some. Oak, he's gonna have some Oakleys on for sure. Yep. <laughs> I'm All gonna right. go. I'm gonna back my teammate. I think Zane's gonna have the best shot off the team. Oh no way! No, I think way. he's gonna step up. His we're giving him the rock early on. He's gonna step up. Zane Zane is a Scotty Pippen. Like he cannot <laughs> be the leader of a team. He can he could be the Robin, the, a Batman, but he can't be the the big dog. So unless Sass or you are the big dog, um, Zane's gonna flounder. Is he is Zane technically the best golfer on our team? I've never played with Sass. I know it's not cool. Sass is pretty good. I would say Sass and Zane are. Or about the same level. Okay, we can work with that. We can work with that. I think Zane takes it more seriously, maybe. Actually, I don't know. They play very similar. All right. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to 
I mean, I'm splitting between you two guys. I I think Penny, but I've seen Zane hit it pretty well at Indian Canyon. So oh. you toss up between the two. Um, I also haven't golfed with Penny in a while. So you guys can bet Zane all you want. I'm taking <laughs> I'm taking Wimbanyama first. I'm taking Mitch Penny. I'm taking that pale ass polar bear on the first tee. Uh, all right. Um, second question: Who's going to be the sleeper? Ooh. I, I got to give it to Vinny. Like I was looking at these teams, and I was I was feeling like Dan's team is a is is a little. I don't want to say weak because, um, you know, Kyle's a very good golfer, but Dan is, you know, pretty new to the game. Um, Patrick's just putting again. I've never seen Patrick or Vinny hit, but maybe Vinny's just hustling us. Maybe, maybe they know something we don't know. And, and Vinny's just a dog. So that's, that's my sleeper. Mm. I mean, Vinny is kind of like a, you go to a pool game and it's like, Hey, Oh yeah. That's a hustler's name for sure. I was going to say pool shark, but yeah. <laughs> I uh, think, I think sleeper round, I think someone who's going to have a great round. I think his teammates compliment him. Well, I think Kev's going to have a really good round. That's my guess. He's going to have Penny coaching him up the whole time. Jake and him are good vibes. I saw it firsthand. Um, I think Kev's going to have a great round. Oh yeah. Kev short game. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just with, with the, those chips, those mm-hmm. flops. He's dangerous within within 150. Kev's real dangerous. Exactly. <laughs> well, I appreciate you not mentioning me there, Paige. But uh... <laughs> hey, Zami, you won the last scramble. Yeah, you won it. You, you're our putting like sniper, and plus, you know, you can you can knock down shots too. Yeah, and you're I'm not a sleeper. I'm not you're that bad. <laughs> um, funny enough, when I was cleaning out my duffel bag to, <laughs> to pack. I was going through the sides and I still have the scorecard from Tahoe. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Never letting that go. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say Kev too. I think he's going to be dialed. Um, let's see. Probably do two more questions here. Who's the most likely to blow up first, excluding Penny? Well, our job as his, as Penny's teammates are to keep Penny <laughs> away from Zane and Coop. <laughs> that's uh that's he's gotta heckle him okay we gotta play the enforcer rules there um i gotta give it to cooper cooper can get frustrated at at the golf game i think uh although he's with the fun group but zane and uh zane can be brutal as a teammate he can he can be a heckler <laughs> so um it might be up to j page to keep the chemistry going oh boy yeah, I could totally see Sass chirping him. <laughs> You're like, Coop, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, gosh. A blow up first. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard. I, I feel like all of us are going to blow up, if we're being honest. I mean, emotionally. Emotionally? Oh. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Jake. Maybe Jake. It'll get get to Jake. I don't know. I'm just going to be so happy. This last, like, bachelor party, I was the DD, and I was just had that in the back of my mind. I'm ready to cut loose. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I say pretty even keel, I think. Uh, you never know. You might be right there, neck and neck with uh, Team Good Vibes. Miss a putt. Oh, Jacob. Speaking of that, we we got to discuss what the stakes are. 
yeah. what, what the losing team has to do. Oh, I like the idea that was put in there. What was it? The naked swim and then shotgun. The, the, yeah, you do a, a, a lap, shotgun, another lap. And the because it's a pretty big pool in the in the backyard. This is all all naked. Yes. While everyone watches from the balcony. I got naked in front of a bunch of boys. <laughs> hey, it's his boys being boys. It's being dudes being dudes. <laughs> but no, yeah, I think that's a fun one. We I mean we can even do swimsuits if, if we're feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> The water's a little cold. <laughs> we should also have like the loser of that three have to do something. You know what I mean? Like make it a real race. Oh my! Well, then people aren't dilly dallying. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! You know, if only Dan was here, I'm sure he'd give some great inputs. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So I only have. One more question left, unless you guys have any questions you want to ask. No, you've been killing us. All right. So I'm going through the people who will be attending the scramble. And out of the, well, in my defense, I don't know if Vinny or Patrick are in a relationship. But outside of them, the only single boy left is intern Koopy. What are the Vegas odds that he tries to hit on uh, the Barkhart girl. Oh, minus 300 at least. <laughs> Where he's likely to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is what's going to happen. Is the cart girl's going to pull up. Coop's going to be sitting next to, like, Sass. Coop, go talk to her, Coop. Just come on. <laughs> go get us some shots and go talk to her. <laughs> order a couple shots. Yeah, yeah, we're we're here for our friend's uh, bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> They'll chat for a bit. The Carker will leave, and then Sass and Zane will just roast Coop, no matter what he said. That sounds pretty accurate. I feel like that's exactly how it's going to go down. Uh, and Sass is going to be like, "Well, Coop, did you get your number?" Yeah. No. <laughs> Sass is like, "You're going to be doing a little pipey, pipey." Ooh. I can do a pretty good Mitch Sass impression. It's that was solid. Fun. Yeah. That was solid. Oh, good shit. Good shit, boys. But yeah, I think that's all I really have for um, Dan's Bachelor Corner. Um, if you guys are still listening at this point, it's time to pay my dues. I will be getting pelted by a firing squad of eggs. Which reminds me, while I'm packing, I should probably get some clothes that I don't really care about. But wear a swimsuit and then go in the pool after. I don't think you guys want me going in the pool with a bunch of yolk on me, right? Here's chlorine. What are humans but but large eggs, right? We'll do it like closer to the end of the trip. <laughs> also, never forget, Dan still has to do um, his hot ones challenge. I oh, thought yeah. there was one in front of me. Yeah. I don't think he wants to do it this weekend. No, it though. would be terrible to make him do it at because the egg one is going to suck, but you'll be able to recover relatively quickly, right? Just some some welts. Yeah. Uh, the the hot ones after doing it that that the next day is not an active day. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm tough. trying to think anything else here. Um, Zane has been very clear about the house rules, so that'll be very exciting. He's a lawyer. <laughs> and yeah, that's pretty much all I got. 
Danby's corner over. Nice. Well, boys, I think that was a great, what, hour and a half lean podcast. We only had three topics, but we really, you know, marched through them all. And I think we had some great content here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, fellas, it's great to see your lovely mugs as always. Um, And I'll see both of you guys this weekend to our lovely audience. Thanks as always for listening. Uh, It's an honor. It's a pleasure. And hey, as always, go Zags. Go Zags. Congratulations, Dan and Katie, and happy birthday, Izzy. Signing off, Zams and Baja here. Go Zags, and don't forget to fold your laundry. Bye.